Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized Ross. Introduce the guest, man. We have the next Cage Warriors lightweight champion, Joseph, the SPG hunter, McColgan. Yo, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you. That's that's quite the introduction. Uh, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds right, other than the fact that it's Joe, not Joseph. But I, I think you're thrown by the fact that my name Joseph is appearing on this Zoom link. Well, I was trying to give you, you know, the name and your passport, which I assume was Joseph, is that? It is, yes, it is. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, when you go down <laughs> on the record books, you know what I mean? When you're signing that official documentation, when you're signing the contracts for the bail agreements, you know what I mean? Joseph. I actually don't even know. I think it it might be Joseph. I'm not sure. Only my mum uh, or my wife call me Joseph. You'll have to you're in trouble. You'll have yeah. to update the, the birth cert yeah. to the champ as well now after this weekend. This is it. That's it. <laughs> uh, for the people that aren't aware, like Joe is fighting Aggie Sar- Sardari for the Cage Warriors lightweight title at Cage Warriors 124. That is this Friday, Joe. Isn't that correct? That's correct, yes. Main yeah. event, Cage Warriors 124. Joe, how are you feeling leading into this fight? Um, obviously, you've been here before. Um, you're obviously unsuccessful against Mason Jones. What's going to make this time different? Well, I mean... Uh, this time is it's like comparing apples and oranges it's just not the same the last time was just like this to describe it as chaotic would be the biggest understatement of the century it was something I never want to have to experience again the whole entry into that fight week was just the minute I signed for that fight was just it was just terrible Um, the, the week of the fight was terrible the fight was terrible the aftermath was terrible um, was it anything in particular? Uh, it was just, it was a combination of everything. And going into fight week is, is stressful as it is. But then you have everything shutting down and people close to you are saying, and rightly so, listen, it's not going ahead. And you're trying to cut calories and then you're trying to, you're just trying to get tunnel vision to block everything out. But everything around you is telling you that it's never going to happen. So it was just, I, could, I couldn't get into the zone and, I wasn't really feeling um, confident going in, before, like going into the fight. I accepted it because obviously the opportunity you cannot turn uh, that opportunity down. But I just, didn't, I just knew I wasn't physically prepared to fight. Probably even a three round fight, never mind a five round fight against someone who's probably the hardest style matchup. Not the hardest matchup, just the hardest style matchup for me. And um, to fight Mason Jones, I need to be prepared. I, I would need, I would need a, te- a ten week camp, like. Uh- Nothing short of that, um. But I just saw, I just saw the opportunity. Uh, I didn't want to let Cage Warriors down. I didn't want to let myself down, so I took it. And you, you ask about how how it's different or how it's prepared me. Going through hardship always makes everything th- seem a bit easier, and and that's exactly it. This feels like a breeze. I've I've been training for the past twelve weeks for one person, Aggie Sadari. Um, not not that I not that I tailor my training camp for any particular person. It's the same. It's the same style, same approach. Everything's the same for every fight, except I've just had 10, 12, sorry, 12 weeks of being focused in training camp. Whereas for all other Cage Warriors fights, you don't know your opponent from between four weeks out to two days out from the fight. So everything before that, you're training, yes, but it's not the same focus. It's not the same intensity as when you have a name there. So right now I'm the best, I'm the best version uh, of myself that I could possibly be and what a perfect time 
to be in this position mentally and physically whenever you're going into the biggest fight of your life the biggest opportunity for all the marvels it's just you know things are just working out great and i can't wait to just display this on friday night joe do you think the cage warrior cage warriors doing the trilogy series actually really helps the fighters because once one trilogy series is is finished you know you're probably going to be on the next one so you know the date at least you're training towards so you know when you want to peak Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's brilliant for me because I, I work full time, so I, I can't be ready all the time. I need to, I need to know in advance when I'm going to be fighting so that I can like ring fence some time to focus solely on training. Um, and obviously like, because I work uh, in like projects, so like there's peaks and troughs and projects. So you can kind of know oh, this, this, this time, like around like May, March or whatever. I just don't think I'll be able to fight because it's going to be hectic and work. So I just don't, I don't, I don't even think about fighting then. Um, so having the trilogies, knowing roughly when they're going to be, uh, allows me to plan things out uh, and train accordingly. So I think it's been a great help. And just having during the pandemic, uh, something to, uh, for all fighters to aim towards has been massive. It's, it's, you know, the pandemic probably could have, um, probably did for a lot of people, put everything on hold. But for MMA, everything continued. Um, people improved. People got to advance their records. So, and, and that's really all because of the UFC and Cage Warriors. Nobody else, because everybody else came a bit later. It was UFC and Cage Warriors doing it. Definitely, definitely was, and they were definitely the market leaders in that area. Yeah. And one one thing you sort of touched on, comparing the last time you had a total fight to this time was the chaoticness. Are you very much a creature of habit, Joe? And do you, like, is, is the routine that really helps you, you know, be the best version of yourself? No, because I, I can adapt, um, you know, to different situations. But I think it was just because everything was just shutting down. I couldn't get into the tunnel vision. Um, I couldn't even begin to get into a routine because everybody was just saying, like, listen, this is just not happening. Yeah. And did you have people telling you you shouldn't be fighting? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. They're too like, afraid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know what? I wish, I wish somebody probably had it told me to say, "Listen, Joe, like if you're not, if you're not going to be, if you're not 100 physically ready, then it's not." And I would have told them I am fighting anyway, so it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, I think you ha- you just have to go through these things, not only in fighting but in life, the the learn lessons. And I have learned so many lessons from that one experience. And to prove that, um, they they offered me Cage Warriors in March. Offered me the Aggie Sedari fight, uh, and I turned it down because now there's another opportunity to fight for mm-hmm. the belt, and I've said no because uh, I referenced it earlier. I knew work was going to be crazy. I actually just bought a house with my wife, which needed a lot of work. Congrats! Work. Yes, thank you. And congrats um, on what married September was it? Yes, last married. year. Yep. Yeah. Things that, things are all coming up, John McCulligan, right now. Exactly. Well, I mean, that again, even in the September one, I, I knew that I was going to be getting married. I could have fought, but I we, I decided not to because I will never commit to a fight now until I know that I can get a proper camp. I'm not a youngster. I'm not one of these guys. Oh, stay ready. All this. No, that doesn't that doesn't work for me. I need to be able to commit to 10 weeks of training. And for me to commit to 10 weeks of training, it is hard, hard work. I'm talking. I work 40 hours a week. And then I'm training full time on top of that, and like so, my rest limited. And then you have to actually have a life outside of that as well. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? How does the wife take that? She, oh, she's fully supportive of it. Um, like it, so, as soon as the Karen Lister fight was on, she was at home 
watching the Jack Grant fight, going, when are you doing your interview? You, you need to call either one of these out. You, you'll destroy both of these guys, like, in the first round. So she was, like, before even saying, well done, she's like, right, right, get, get on to the next one. Like, I mean, like, who does that? You know, like, so, like, it's, like, this, her support, it's, like, it's unquestioned. Like, she would never be like, oh, you're going out to training or anything like that. It would be actually the opposite. If I was dicking about <clears throat> and she would be calling me out on it and be like, well, what are you doing? Get the training, do this, do that. Um, you know, like fight week, she's like, right, right, write my list of everything you need to do and I'll go and do it, you know? Um, so she's she the year 2020. She's up there going, oh, is he She's clearing, clearing off the mantelpiece there, just so you could so you could put the gold there for yeah. next week. Yeah, there isn't a list, but now that she knows, she's I've dropped the hint. <laughs> <laughs> the list is coming. Yeah. Uh, in fairness, Joe, uh, it's great that you have such a good support system around it because um, yeah. that's that's uh, something that you definitely need, especially with the full time job as well. Okay. Uh, you yeah. do need the uh, the support of your loved ones, that, especially when you're chasing a goal or dream. I uh-huh. suppose that's in all aspects of life. Anyone who's got like a side hustle or anything like that, you know what I mean? You need to support those people around you. Um, yeah. Just to get into this, this this weekend's fight, Joe, what do you make of your opponent? And do you see him having any aspects that he's where he's going to try and push the fight? Um, I, I think Aggie's very good. Uh, he is just, he seems to be well-rounded um, from what I've seen of him. Anyway, I watched the full Desme fight. And I watched like two or three minutes of the Jack Grant fight. So I haven't really watched too much footage on him. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter at this stage. I'm kind of like, I just do my own thing. And I think my my style is is a good style to have. It's have heavy pressure and excellent takedown defense. And, you know, I'm, I'm good, technical, and I throw with intent. So that's a that's a hard style for anybody to go in against, um, and I think I don't need, I don't need to change that for anyone, and it's the exact same here. I feel like, you know, I feel like his his most dangerous uh, attributes are his fight IQ. He has he can he can stay safe in, in dangerous situations, um, and he can steal the rounds. He he can win the rounds evidently because you know his last two fights have been controversial decisions. Um, you know, so he's, he's, just, he's like he's like the Benson Henderson of Cage Warriors. Yeah. Yes, he's doing enough to win the rounds in some people's eyes. I thought he lost the Desme fight, but so did I actually. It, you know what? You could swing it either way. Um, mm. very, although you know what, I think it, it it was obviously not the same style was, but it's reminiscent of the Gustafson fight. You know, uh, in a way where like Aggie was supposed to win, so evidently yeah. going into the fight. That when you see someone put up a challenge against it, you're like, yeah, hold on, actually, I think he's been because you're almost up for the underdog. Yeah, I think yeah, that, that that's a fair point. Um, yeah, so you are probably biased towards Desme because you're like, well, the fact that he's doing as well as he is, you're like, just this is like a massive shock because it should yeah. be destroying him. Desme took it on six days' notice. Like, um, I think he took over the fight in the later rounds, and it's not because his pace is um increases as the fight goes on it's just that his opponents get tired and mm. jack grant notorious for gassing out donovan desme took in six days notice um that's why you know he's kind of taken over in the later on because those guys like i don't didn't have the conditioning in that fight to, to kind of keep the pace up 
but so I, I think that that's his most dangerous weapon is his IQ and um, his ability to, to stay safe in dangerous positions and, and to sneak it in, in the rounds. Yeah, he um, does constantly look like he's sort of going at around seven, eight out of ten pace wise at like a steady pace across the rounds. He he, do, he does sort of level out his pace quite quite quick from the offset, which suits me very well. Mm. I like that. Although Joe, you're a bit of a finisher yourself now. I don't think uh, your last five fights have seen the seen the first bell. No, um, I I do come out to throw. Uh, like as I said, I could come out heavy pressure. I put my opponent on the back foot, and I just look to land good shots, good technical shots. Uh, not always looking for the finish. If the finish comes, it comes. Um, you know, you know, it's either going to come with the hands, or I'm going to catch like a, a submission whenever they they have a bad shoot. Um, a, a panic shoot, uh, and that's that's my view on all, all my fights and on how they're going to go. Doesn't matter who they are, um, but for this time, I, I'm conditioned to go all the rounds. Um, if it needs to go all five rounds, I'll be there in his face the whole time in the first round, right through to the fifth round, and I'm confident in that. Um, he's got his hands full, as I said, he gets himself out of danger, but I'm going to put a lot of danger in front of him, and uh, he's going to have his work cut out for him. I've said previously, you know, if I see him going back into his corner and he's like nose nose breathing, then I need to up the pace, and and I have the condition to up the pace. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good fight. It sounds like it's yeah. going to be action packed from the start, Basel, doesn't it? Yeah, like obviously the the trilogy starts on Thursday. You're fighting for the title on Friday, and then Ian's fighting for the title on on Saturday. So it's going to be. It, and I think overall there's five like Irish based. Uh, fighters fighting on the card as well. We actually we have nearly all of them coming on bar. Uh, we're trying to get still get in touch with Reds or shout out Reds or. But uh, come here, uh, Joe. What's what's th- this week look for you? Like when do you head over? Like uh, who you bring with the team? Because obviously it's not in front of fans. Unfortunately, like what what's that sort of what's the build up look like for yourself? Um yeah. So just uh today, uh, obviously I'm in work today. Um, but I'll go up and do like a a light wee session tonight. Uh, like the massage, and then tomorrow just relax. Uh, maybe another boxing session, just go over a couple of things. Wednesday we'll fly out, um, and I'll start my wake up Wednesday night. Thursday weigh in, and then after that it's just the kind of the same old process. Um, so my corner it's my head coach Shando and Pat, and then Paul's going to be in my corner as well. So he's flying over. He's always yeah. he's, very, he's very good to have around. He he spars with me, um, week in week out. He's actually been injured. Um, mm. Yeah. He's really badly hurt his shoulder, and but he's been up every so every night we do every Tuesday we do doghouse rounds or it's like I'm in the middle and then we have fresh guys coming in, um, trying to put me away. So he's actually been there. He's just been coming up anyway and cornering me with, with Pat and Shando. So it's like I've had that process five or six times. You know, I've been through the fight. You know, I've been through the difficulties and and the like. The whole situation is going to be very similar to the fight. No crowd, no music. It's late at night. Um, so I'm, I'm very well prepared and I have a good corner team, the best corner team. Obviously, I have other coaches, um, you know, Adam uh, Strong, who does my uh, condition, nutrition and stuff. Like he's he's got me in the fight shape and then he's pulled out a plan that's going to get the weight down and then put the weight back on. And then Donner, my boxing coach, who would love to have over. Just, you know, it's difficult during COVID times to have yeah. everybody over. And, you know, we only had three corner men and then quarantine in the hotel and stuff. So, um. What who I've got right now is, is is brilliant. Um, and you know, who I have back home as my coaches and the people around me is also amazing. Like it's perfect for me. So I'm really happy with everything my prep and and who I've got coming over. 
just yeah, just the last one from, just the last one for me, Joe. Uh, like obviously you're doing a job and like as well as doing this full full time and like like I commend you so much because like a lot of people do one or the other, but doing both is unbelievable because everyone knows how difficult it can be out to get out of bed sometimes. But like, are you are you focused on like is your dream to win the title this weekend? Then like eventually like get move on move on to a bigger a bigger shows and then you could make fighting your full time career and not have the job on the side or are you enjoying the having living both lives? Um, I wouldn't say I enjoy living both lives. It's it's really hard. It's hard work, but I would never want to be in a position where I have to rely solely on on fighting as an income. Yeah, because I I think I I just even even in the UFC. Like how much you actually getting paid? Whenever you take tax, and pay coaches, pay management fees, pay training fees. Paying like, Paul, paying Paul to come over as well. He's not cheap. Exactly, he's not cheap at all. You know, he, he's <laughs> in the bar. Yeah, especially especially if he's got the blonde hair going. The, the yeah, I don't know. He has to get it cut and and dyed normally before he comes over. That's one of the rules. But listen, you don't. I don't think you earn that much money in the UFC. So. From a financial point of view, I've never been driven financially uh, when it comes to MMA. So my goal is to, to win this belt. And that has been a dream of mine since like since day one, really, um, as I turned amateur. Because Cage Warriors was the show. He had Conor McGregor and everything fighting with yeah. Cage Warriors, winning the titles. It was like, oh, my God. Like, even when I was going down corner, like, going down with one of my teammates, Carl Moore. I was still an amateur, and Carl was fighting on Cage Warriors. And, I managed to get sneaking backstage and I was watching Graham giving the interviews. And I remember thinking, fucking hell, this is just amazing. Paul Redman was there warming up. Joe Duffy was there. And I thought, oh my God, look at all these guys. This is unbelievable. And now, now like I've kind of worked my way up and now I'm in a position where it's like, I've surpassed all of those previous goals that I had set and ever imagined, you know, reaching. And, and now I'm here fighting for the world title and um, a second bite of the cherry. And, you know, it's just it's a dream come true anything that comes after this is just icing on the cake but it, it's just that i can have the cake without it as well you know so if like if the ufc doesn't come then it doesn't come i'm not going to be mad about it i've achieved a lot in this sport and um i'm really happy with everything and yeah. like i said if the ufc come the ufc comes i'll grab that opportunity with both hands but if not say la vie I, I want to put something out there ross right obviously joe you win the title this weekend ian wins the title this weekend as well they've Ian to fight Reese McKee you to fight uh, Reds are on in like a cage warriors Dublin like if that was the the main and the co-main like that would absolutely blow the roof off the kip Ross what you make of that one there bud yeah well like you can have all the money in my pocket if you want for that one because <laughs> uh, that is absolutely legendary although like I don't like fights where I like both fighters fighting each other because yeah, no, you don't know who to cheer on but like as a spectacle for Irish MMA like that's the yeah. elite of the elite <laughs> Yeah. Um. Also, um. Shout out to young Paul Hughes as well. Um. He's uh obviously rehabbing that shoulder. Um. He, you know, it was very. Un- I feel like he's very unlucky. He's the unluckiest man in Cage Warrior as well with uh, the Vucinich and Charrier fight falling out because obviously he was looking at the winner of that. But now that fight's probably kicked down the road. Um. So who knows when he gets a a title shot next? But uh, get well soon, Paul. I I, I know he'll be watching. He's an absolute legend. Um. Yeah. Joe, tell us tell us this Friday night. How does Joe McCollum end up with his hand raised? By any means necessary. I'm going to go out and I'm going to put it on Aggie. Um, and if the finish comes, it comes. And if it doesn't, then it's going to be five rounds of hard work, five rounds of hard pressure, throwing bombs, keeping technical, 
and just doing everything I can in my power to win that win that fight. And I, I am supremely confident. I sit here for the I am supremely confident in my abilities to get this job done. There you have it, guys. Uh, Joe, this fight goes down on UFC Fight Pass, correct? Correct. At about correct. 10. Main card kicks off at 8, 8 p.m. On so UFC. you'll be on around 10 p.m.? Uh, by 10.30, yeah. 10 okay, 30. perfect. Well, get make sure you're tuned in from 8 p.m. Watch the whole card. It'll yes, absolutely be gangbusters from the start to finish. Cage Warriors always, always is. Yeah. Guys, if you are watching this video and you have enjoyed it, make sure to head over to Joe McColgan on Instagram. Make sure to give him a follow follow his journey before he lifts that cage warriors lightweight title it could be a where were you when moment so make sure to be part of it um, and if you are watching this video make sure to like share subscribe and as always stay, stay energized, energized. Stay energized. <laughs> <laughs>